Okay, Rebels, welcome to another edition of Rebel Parenting. I'm your host, Ryan Dobson, joined by my wife, Flora, the atomic mom, the hug dealer. On today's broadcast, producer Kay, we got a good one. We do. Isn't it great? It's essential. We're knocking them out of the ballpark lately. I'm going to toot my own horn. I don't care. We got great guests. Yes. I'm just facilitating. I'm a facilitator. <laughs> Facilitate those good guests. Elisa Keaton, you know, we called her, here's the truth. Um, we've been going through crisis, cancer. I mean, all the stuff we've been going through. You're yep. there. Yep. You got it. Hail. I mean, natural disasters, moving, remodels, building, construction, yeah. surgery, chemo. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And a few months ago, in the midst of this, uh, apparently I was in the kitchen. Uh, I was making a water. I do know this because okay. I've been told. And then I woke up in the ER. Mm. And uh, apparently I had gotten dehydrated and I had lost a lot of weight and I had forgotten to eat and I was losing sleep. Uh, and if you do that long enough, your body shuts off. Mm. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? That <laughs> <laughs> was a bad idea. Uh, and that was the crazy thing. Apparently, if you go to the ER and you're not really overweight, they'll tell you you're in good shape over and over again, <laughs> even though you wound up there because your body shut itself off because you're in such bad shape. Oh, no. Oh, my mom and my wife were giving me such dirty... The doctor would be like, wow, you're in really good shape. And they'd be like, mm. <laughs> Finally, one of them said that. I go, you know I'm here because I passed out, right? And he goes, oh, uh... I just mean like you didn't have a heart attack or a stroke. And I'm like, well, that's good too. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, but the, how good a shape am I in? He's like, yeah, that's probably right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm bleeding from the head. It's perspective. Yeah, a little perspective. It's good times. <laughs> so we called Elisa to say, what do you do when you're in a crisis so that you don't wind up also in the ER? That wasn't mm -hmm. great for Laura and her healing or the kids and their emotional well-being to see dad collapse. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to do that. So let's learn from my mistakes and hear Elisa Keaton on today's broadcast. Yeah? Sounds great. Awesome. Before we get to that, today is a very very special day. In fact, one of the most special for me. It is, if you're listening to this on the day we release it, August 31st. What day is that? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Kay. <laughs> August 31st is the 48 in 2018. It's the 48th anniversary of me becoming a Dobson. Today Yay. is the day I was adopted. And so it's very, very special for me. And my way, one of my ways of saying thank you to the people in my life, my parents, my biologicals, all the people that supported me when I was in crisis, when I was in need, one of the ways I do that is to travel around and help fundraise for other places that help kids like me that are in need. And moms like mine that were in need. Yeah. I was in Alabama a few months ago mm -hmm. and uh, my goodness, um, Brooke Thompson is the director and Amy, I'm so sorry, Amy, I've forgotten your last name, was the former director. Listen, I did this banquet. Brooke's only been at the center for like three months. Does mm -hmm. a banquet for 400. Wow. It was huge and it was gorgeous. Oh my goodness. Mm. And then uh, Bradley Walker sang. Wow. Oh, have you heard Bradley Walker? I, I've heard a little bit. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's He was just nominated. I'm going to toot Bradley's horn. How about that? That sounds terrible. I'm going to toot Bradley's horn anyway. He was just nominated the week before he sang at that banquet for three Dev Awards. And I'm asking him all these questions. And then he drops it. It's not his full-time job. He's not just a, That's not his living. He works at a nuclear power plant full-time, <laughs> 40 hours a week, full-time job at a nuclear power plant. And then this is his side job. Oh, 
So you're so amazing at this thing you do part-time that you were nominated for three Dev Awards? That is wild. Oh, he's saying, I got, I'm, I have goosebumps now. He's, it's, I don't even, oh, I didn't mention this. He has muscular dystrophy. He's in a wheelchair. Wow. Yeah. And you'll never know if you're just listening to him because, oh, he's, his voice. It's a very special kind of voice. Anyway, back to the banquet. Brooke has been there for just a few months. Amy, the former director that's been there, I think six or more years. Okay. Decided to step down. Okay. And then in this amazing infinite wisdom, by the way, one of the board members is an expert in human resources. The layers of this organ. It's why I go and do these things. It's why I choose the ones that I choose mm-hmm. because of things like this. The, the HR expert said it'd probably be great for you to take a little bit of a leave of absence after you step down because she wanted to come back and help volunteer, help mm-hmm. Brooke get you know, her feet wet, the banquets coming up, all that kind of stuff. Took a little period of time, month or so, mm-hmm. and then now is volunteering at the center she used to run. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? So, and then I just got up at the banquet and told everybody that. I'm like, listen, not everybody's going to understand what I'm about to say, but those that do, right. you should thank them for this. The depth of character to hand your baby to somebody else and they'll right. do it wrong, right. which just means different. Mm-hmm. It'll be wrong. You'll feel like, oh no, what? Everybody that works there could come to you behind her back and be like, she's doing this different. And board members and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They work together. Oh my goodness. They were so gracious with each other. And they, you can tell they love each other. That event was so amazing I bet because they did such a great job and then I get to go back and say thank you to people just like those that supported Bethany Christian Adoption Services in 1969 for my birth in 1970 they supported that which is why I get to do what I do today that is Mm. amazingly powerful so for anyone that's ever been involved in a pregnancy resource center or the pro-life movement or if you've adopted a baby or given a baby for adoption or helped someone in crisis. Thank you so much. Thank you to my bio mom and my bio grandparents and my parents and all the support that was given to me in my time of need. Mm -hmm. I am truly grateful. Mm. Mm. I feel good. I feel I'm not allowed to use that. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> without any further ado, our friend Elisa Keaton on today's special edition of Rebel Parenting. Elisa Keaton, take two. If you were looking before, <laughs> we had a power outage. In fact, yesterday, Elisa, I was doing a live video outside and I saw a police officer on a, a motorcycle with lights on yelling in the middle of the street. And then I see two more police officers running down the street after him with guns in their hands. And I was like, I'm on a live video Sorry. going, they're running with guns. What am I watching? And they're running. It was park service running after a bear. It was bananas. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Better, the bigger, the better question is where do you live that the power goes out and then people are running around with guns? Where, I'm, I'm very it's Colorado. Concerned. Hey, yeah, we need to, yeah. we need to move. No, just kidding. We're doing great. Alisa. First, it's great to have you back on. Thank you. Tell us how the book's doing, what was the response you're getting, how's the family, what's happening? Yeah, um, thanks you guys. I'm glad to be back, truly. I really so dig you guys. I dig the, the voice mm. you're bringing into the, the world of parenting, the realm of parenting. 
Um, the book is doing great. It's in its fifth print edition, so far exceeded anything I think my publisher was even <laughs> hoping for. So, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and it's it's been fun. Continued testimonies roll in about people are just having new eyes to see, literally losing the thing that weighs them down, not so much concerned about what's under the, the number under their feet anymore. So it's yeah. been great, and the family life mm -hmm. has been good. The last year has really transitioned me to just, uh, I, the, the ministry kind of runs itself in many ways, so it's been nice to, to watch a team of people do what they've been designed to do. So it's been great. How cool. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a series of programs, kind of like, what do you do when you're in crisis? You know, someone comes to the website and they go, help, and we're trying to fill some of those boxes. And we wanted to call you because we've been through, all the listeners that listen to us know, we've been through a bunch of crisis lately. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. with Laura's cancer and all of that. And in the middle of it, I stopped taking care of myself. And mm -hmm. long story short, uh, I lost a bunch of weight. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and one night I, I passed out and bounced my head off the counter and got a concussion, had to go to the ER, scared everybody. Got stitches. Yeah. Got stitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I Well, I thought he was having a heart attack. So I freaked out. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord, our new yeah. neighbors are nurse practitioners, and they came over and, in my yeah. belligerent, knocked out state, convinced me I definitely I should go, should to, the go ER. to the ER. I yes. was not okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. this is such a common thing. So, I'm going to throw myself under the bus, and then I want to talk to you about what people can do to take care of themselves when they're in crisis. When I get super, super, super stressed, uh, I don't sleep well. And my sugar intake becomes like a feverish pace. In the last three months, I've eaten easy 10 boxes of good and plenties, right? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm Detox. being honest. Oh, time. So yeah. I stopped doing that, but I, I... Yeah, he did stop. I freak out and then I just go, ah, sugar, 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 you know. Mm. I know that's a common one. So... One, what are some of the common things people do? I know lack of sleep is one, food is one. What are some of those common ones? And then let's try to move into what are those first steps? I know I'm freaking out. I see I'm making bad choices. I got to stop doing this. Stop the train. Right? So what are some of those so, other common ones like the sugar? The, oh, the common things that people do, um, they disengage from life. So they'll over, uh, you know, pull away um, numb out, whether it's TV watching, ex excessive Facebook scrolling, mm. anything to keep yourself from feeling the feels. Yeah, people are afraid to feel the stress. I mean, we remember feelings were meant to be felt, mm -hmm. not done, mm -hmm. not necessarily do feelings, but we're really good doers. So we just go, oh, I have a feeling I'm going to go do this instead of I, okay, I can take a minute to sit with the fear of what happens if something happens to Laura? Like, can I, you know, like that, you know, I, 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 I'll hear me. I'm about to say something. I love Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. But Amen. Uh, you know, the Buddhists have a teaching that they teach and their first law is that all life is about suffering. <laughs> and then the second law for the Buddhist teaching is just try to let be okay. Losing control. Like 
the detachment, you have to be able mm-hmm. to let go. And I'm like, well, those are Jesus truths right there. Exactly. It is the suffering, suffering is real. And we don't know what to do with it in a world filled with plenty. Talk about good and plenty. The world <laughs> offers us good and plenty in many other places instead of, I got to take a minute to just sit in my sit in my soul, let my head sink down to my heart and journal or do whatever I got to do to get this fear that is literally causing toxicity in me, whether, you know, and and when you eat those good and plain, all the other sugar, we're causing more inflammation. Inflammation causes restlessness. It causes aches, joints, headaches. Um, I mean, you just feel like a a ball of crud. Oh yeah. Short tempered crankiness. It's funny. We're laughing over here. I work out obsessively. It's, it's, when I'm in crisis, it's the thing I feel like I'm best at. And so I always, I work out like nuts and I was telling Laura, man, I'm so sore lately. I'm, I'm, my joints are achy and my, my muscles are sore and I can't think. And then the next day I was like, oh, oh no, it's, it's sugar. It's all. And Laura's like, oh baby, it's all the, it was totally inflammation. Completely. It is total and complete inflammation. And can I also say everyone, if, if, if not dealt with, it will blow up in adrenal fatigue. And when you get to adrenal fatigue, you've now like pulled the circuits on the body and God gets the right to go and we're done. Like yeah. you, you will need to rest and then you can't go. What you, what people in adrenal fatigue tend to do is go work out because you actually feel better in the moment when you're working out. But then about two, three hours later, you're exhausted. And then the rest of the day feels like, oh my God. And then you don't sleep at night. So you're actually... That's just a good sign, too, to let people know adrenal fatigue is real, and it's when we don't know how to deal with the stress in our life. It compounds, and it compounds, mm-hmm. and gets well, worse. Well, that's what was going on before I passed out, for sure. And I really like what you're talking about, too, because we are. This is, you know, this program isn't for everyone. I know a lot of the broadcast and a lot of the interviews is trying to reach the widest audience possible. That's not what Rebel mm-hmm. Parenting's about. Most mm. of our parents and listeners are the overachievers, the overcommitters, the ones that struggle with shame and with the guilt, and they just try to do more and more and more. And <laughs> when you talked about you have a feeling and now I must do something because I have a feeling, instead of going, I have a feeling, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to ask myself, is this a valid feeling? Is, yeah. is there a reason I'm having this feeling? Could there be something exacerbating this? You know, yeah. there's so many things we can do besides I will take an action step. Maybe it won't go that well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the biggest mm. thing, you, you absolutely hit it on the head. I mean, I think the striving, the doing, it's just natural now for us that that comes easy when the real, the thing we need to do is to interrupt ourselves. Who was it? What rapper in the eighties, I'm dating myself, or was it nineties that said, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Remember there mm. was some, some rapper, someone said that. Oh, I can recite true. most of that. And I'm going to figure out who it is in a second. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> but it is when Dos effects. The, <clears throat> Thank the, you. There it is. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Love that. When the, when the thing comes, it's a cue to check the oil, like, okay, yeah. the car is out, let's put the dipstick in, let's find out what is in the deepest part of me that is coming up so that I can, you can, that's when you get to the root. That's when mm. you can actually, I just feel like some of the greatest crises in our life. And we can say this crisis in Christ often brings the most beautiful fruit. If we're willing to suffer and if we're yes. willing to be patient and wait it out, but mm. we don't like waiting, we really like answers now. We like relief right now, or, remedy right now. Or even repenting. 
<laughs> we don't like yeah. to repent of our mm -hmm. attitudes That's and our behaviors so and really get honest with the Lord of how we're behaving. I know when I'm all stressed out, like oh, there's totally there's a lot of repenting that needs to go on because with my attitude. Yeah. I oh, I little... have got a list. I just justify. I justify why I have the right to feel that way I'm instead entitled. of just, yeah, let's mm -hmm. let's just let's breathe. Let's take a minute and do the opposite thing. Give and the really breath work you got. And I know last time I think I was on here, I talked Ooh, about yeah. just oh, yeah. learning to breathe. It's the most basic thing, but breathing. And I also was uh, doing a little research lately, get on the breath. And, you know, it's not like breathing as in we as humans often breathe through our mouth a lot. And that's respiratory. That's fight or flight because we right. breathe through our mm -hmm. mouth. There's a reason that God in Genesis 2, 7, it says he breathed into man's nostrils. He breathed, and it's specific, biblically, it says into the nostrils. The nostrils are actually the place that we are meant to breathe. Through the nostrils, we're meant to breathe. That means you have to shut your mouth, <laughs> close your mouth. Quit cleaning. Yeah. Right. Quit talking for a minute. Just shh, shh, shh. Mm -hmm. take a breath. Breathe through your nose. Silence the voices. Silence the voice box and breathe through the nose. And that naturally connects to our body's parasympathetic nervous system, which can de-escalate every crisis we face. Definitely. Do you have like a breathing practice that you use, like a four, seven, eight, something like that? Now, you know what? It varies from day to day, but I do definitely account, like I'll do an inhale for two, an exhale for four, an inhale for five, an exhale. I'll sometimes inhale, hold the breath for five, exhale for five. I'll do a little bit of metered breath to kind of help me. Mm -hmm just sink deeper, but mm. I try not to get too caught up in formulas for the most part. But I realized today personally, I'm like, I think I breathe a lot more through my mouth than I find, than really kind of using that nostril breath to filter and to clear. And it I have to slow down to just mm. rest my lips together and breathe. Mm. And actually that's a practice in most yoga, uh, breathing practices, any kind, yoga included, they want you to rest your mouth together so that you have to filter the breath through the nose. Definitely. I notice I just stop breathing. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, this week I had two people said, you, you just stopped breathing. I was like, oh, you're right. Wow. Great. That's like, an amazing observation. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's it's paralyzed. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like? I like that finally in 2018, we can talk about breath work. We can talk about meditation. We can talk about yoga. Uh -huh. Laura went to yoga this uh -huh. morning. I went to yoga when mm -hmm. I, I did yoga when I got up this morning. Um, mm -hmm. We meditate on a regular basis. I use um, the Calm app. I use the um, yep. Omvana app uh, mm -hmm. regularly for meditation. Our producer and I Kristen. I use Graham Cook. Yeah, our producer Kristen oh, does. Oh, Graham Cook. Oh yeah. yeah, she does encounters, which are meditative yeah. practices. It's nice too because we can talk about that and people don't go. Oh, are you a Hindu? You talked about meditation. It's like the Bible talks about meditation. It's such a, it's so crazy to see how late to the game we get when I know what you're talking about. Christ, the Lord breathed in the nostrils of Adam. It's it, there's so much with breath work. There's so much with calming down. There's so much with sitting and suffering, and just going. Okay, I'm, I am in this situation. I won't be out of it for a while, and therefore. I have to continue living. And how can I do yeah. that in the most harmony yeah. with my family and those around me? Right. With the least amount of, of destruction, Damage. right? Like, I, yeah, I want to get there. through this without having to clean up a mess afterwards, Lord. There is a way through this. You are the way. You are the truth. You are the life. I'm going to breathe and follow. You lead, I follow. Okay. You know, um, 
one of our listeners is on now, Dustin Steenstra, who is a longtime friend of mine. He was um, a coach of mine. I went through a crisis and then he coached me for a month. I spoke to him every single day for 31 straight days. One of the greatest experiences of my life. One of the most uh, helpful, healing, supportive, foundational times as well. And he brought up a really good point. And it was in the yoga practice I had this morning. Sometimes when people are trying to focus on their breath for the first time and they're listening to someone like me and they're like, you're a freak. I don't know what you're talking about. You sound like a kook. And I'm like, I know, because I am. And <laughs> we get all caught up in like, well, how long do I breathe? I do in for two and then I count for three and then I, I do what? Performance. Here's a great thing to do is just pay attention to your breath. Dustin's saying that, just pay attention. Am I breathing in? You know, and I noticed when I just started listening to my breath, it was like, I'm breathing really shallowly. I'm going... Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. what's going on with that? I can't, you know, and then it was, my breath started slowing down more. My heart rate dropped a little bit. Just, he's so right. Just paying attention to your breath can oftentimes yeah. slow you down a little bit. Let Help that panic. more present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is, so, it is connected physiologically and physically to our, our life. What would you say some other um, steps? Cause yeah. I think breathing, that's the easiest mm-hmm. one and it's free. Breathing you can do is it. The everybody. Yeah. Breathing is essential. I don't think you can get a better thought without Mm. really taking a minute. Okay. Let me take a minute. It's a speed bump. Let me slow down. So that I I don't know how to tell anyone else besides that. And then that whole, you know, learning a breathing practice literally rewires the neurons in your brain with myelin that helps you to have less of an instant stress response to things. You can actually, Mm -hmm. I say, Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, when cars crash, it's metal on metal. Uh When you learn to sit and meditate and breathe, it's like bumper cars. You'll bump, you'll bounce a little bit. You won't have that initial hot response. Mm. But the second thing I would say is to also do a body check, do a body check. Where am I feeling the stress? Where mm. is, is it in my jaw? Do I have a headache? Is it in my heart? My, my tight, like the body is trying to tell us something as well. Find it. Mm-hmm. Find it. Okay. Locate it. Touch Lord it. Did Even that for just me. become connected to it. I was clenching my teeth at night in my sleep and she noticed it and she was said, she asked if my jaw was hurting. She said, Are you, is your, is your jaw sore? And I said, yeah, it really is. And she said, it's, you're clenching at night and we got a, a night guard. I, I wear a bite guard at night. It's really helped out. And it, what helped one, I can't clench that hard, but it's just that noticing, Oh, I am, I'm biting right now. And the guard is in. Okay. I'm, why am I biting down now? Is there something going on? You know, and that takes time. And it's, again, it goes back to the very first thing that you said, instead of having a feeling and running to do something, it's, I have a feeling. I wonder why. Feel it. Yep, I get to feel it. And that would be the next thing I would say is once you've done a little body scan and you kind of found found the feeling in your body. Yeah. So now we're doing a body soul connection. You can now bring the heart and mind into it as mm. what am I feeling and what, what am I thinking? But you know, to be alive, you have to feel what you feel and know what you know, whether it's a truth or a, you just got even if it's a lie, if it's a lie, you mm. still got to go. I'm feeling scared. I am thinking Laura could die you know like you've got to think through these things i gotta i gotta confront that and just slow down and be that then you have to ask the the question of what am i believing because of what i'm thinking i'm feeling right i'm thinking i'm feeling but what am i who am i believing what am i believing now we've shifted gears when we when we connect to belief our biology is connected to our beliefs period our biology is connected to our what we believe we will become cellularly and we will act it out in our life whatever it is 
Then mm-hmm. after you kind of shift into, okay, I'm going to believe God. Mm-hmm. I'm believing some fear. Okay, I'm going to, whatever you got to do, you know, repeat the scripture, say the thing, but then also begin to access the, the higher parts of your heart and the higher parts of your mind. My heart, I have fear. I have shame. I have places buried down deep side, but I got to let my heart get buoyant and rise up to mm-hmm. a, a positive place, a lighter place. This is why the good vibrations place, the place in me where my heart mm-hmm. sends out these me- electromagnetic waves into the universe. I do. We're all energy and we are all sending out good or bad. So if I connect back into that higher place of hope, no, this is, this is, you know, Laura's in good care. Mm-hmm. I believe God can give wayward hope. We're going to learn something as a family. We're going to get stronger. You think of all of these things your hope could, in, could come to. And then at the same time, the mind gets renewed in that higher place. You stay the CEO of your life. Mm-hmm. And that, nice. that is, that's the realm of soul care. That's it. Now, whether you should go, go for a walk or move your body, I do absolutely believe there's value in, in now taking those thoughts and feelings and going and walking and moving your feet because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. access some deeper revelation. You know, it's so interesting you're talking about this. When Laura was going through her surgery and pre-surgery, um, I was so terrified that my therapist helped me do this. And they would say, I would say, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And, and then what if that, and then what if this complicate? And they said, this could happen too. And, and they said, yes, all those things could happen someday. What do we know is true today? Amen. And Come then on. just list it. What do we know today is true? Because what happens tomorrow we can't control. You know, what could happen right. we can't control. What do we know That's for right. sure? You know, today on the way over, Laura and I were talking about our office uh, that we're in right now has sold. And we currently don't have office space. And the place we mm. thought we were going to get, uh, we can't. Mm. And it causes anxiety. I just thought, the Lord isn't worried. He's not going, oh, no, where's Rebel Parenting going to go? What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> he brought us this far. I'm sure he has a great office for us. Thoroughly, even better, immeasurably more. Alisa, we've only got a couple minutes left. The last one I'd love you to hit on, what are some of the tips for people with sleep? Mm-hmm. Sleep is so hard. Uh, I think it's, it's oh, what's, I forget the percentage, but the percentage of Americans that are prescribed a sleeping pill is astronomically yeah. high. I, might, yeah. I was on yeah. Ambien for years. I don't take anything at all now, but what are some of the good <laughs> sleep habits we could get into? Yeah, that's great. That is a great question. You're absolutely right. Um, Because we are, our body can only work as well as we rest. Our Mm. life will only work as well as we know how to rest. So rest, we, we, it all happens from rest. So when we start losing good rest, things start to deconstruct and get destroyed. Um, I would say common things, and I know many people are hearing this, some of you aren't going to like it, but uh, the, the, our circadian cycles are being messed with so much now with the technology we have that we're always this exposure to blue light. We're on our computers. We're on things until all, you know, till, I mean, most people do it right before they go to bed. They're scrolling, they're reading even on their iPad. And uh, I had to really pull we back a while. never do ago. that. I can't, never done I that. can't believe people do I'm that. I'm never texting producer how, K at how, nine o'clock at night. <laughs> how dare you? Keep your phone by the side of your bed and have a thought when you wake up at three and text your wife and producer and wake them up on that. Oh, uh. oh yes, it's true. He actually, I had to move my phone out of my bedroom. I really? do not go to bed anymore. I know that you sounds that crazy. Our producer Total does it too. Bad a girl. 
Kristen. Very good. Yes. Maybe we it's, should follow she, them, honey. Bite your tongue. Bang. And but she probably initially you feel a little anxious, but you do. I now read. Yeah, there's these things called books, and they have print. <laughs> On paper, but you need a little night light. You need a little reading light again. You. <laughs> Can you get a candle? Could you get a little uh, an yeah, oil lantern? If I had to, if I had to, yeah. And I would. I now read a book on paper, and I go to sleep. I I really try to power down, give myself some time to unwind. Mm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. What, just... what other ways could you can you power down? Um, well, you've got to like set that time up of like, okay, I'm in bed at nine o'clock. I'm in bed at nine. And then I give myself that half hour, 30, 45 minutes to just read a book and fall into sleep. Mm. It's a kind way. I can't mm. demand my body. Okay, now go to sleep. Like, <laughs> it needs to unwind. Um, you know, the, the nature itself, life itself sets up. It, it's kind of like sunrise, sunset. Sunrise doesn't just pop up. Like it's not just up. It slowly comes up and it slowly goes down. That's how we as humans should as move with the sun as well. Uh, and there's been huge sleep therapy done that take people that can't sleep and have been on all kinds of sleep medication. Yeah. They will take them outdoors. They will take them outdoors to a camping like for three days, no phones, no nothing. Within three days, their sleep cycle is returned to them and they're yeah. sleeping deeper because they're rising with the sun and going to bed with the sun. They're in natural rhythm with creation itself. <laughs> So it's if you, cool. It's really cool. If you want to know how much of a kook I am, you can Google grounding and yes. uh, the practice of grounding. I and, did it this week. Yeah. So we are, and, we are all on the kook bus. Look at us. We're kookies. But you know what? I, <laughs> we are so kooky. Here's the truth. Honestly, Lisa, you can ask Laura. I'm 40 pounds lighter than I was when we got married. My body fat yeah. has been literally cut in half from when we got married. I don't take... Uh, I, I do. I just started my first prescription in four years. Um, I don't take prescriptions. I don't take sleeping pills. Uh, you don't drink. I don't. Yep. Mm. You know, but because we've done these things, because I meditate, because I got off uh, pharmaceuticals, because I work out, because I try to eat healthier, I, our life and, is so much I better. Can I say, Ryan, it's not even because you do all things. It's because you got in tune with Ryan. You decided... I'm going to be in Ryan. I'm going to be in charge of Ryan. I'm going to I'm going to fully feel and know and be in my body. So then you've been able to take these little measures of I'm not I, you know drinking isn't really serving me. Yeah. This isn't really serving me. You you took ownership of Ryan. You know what, Elisa? Can I be totally honest? Um, what your book, Wellness Challenge, right? Wellness Revelation. Wellness Revelation. Revelation. Here's the truth. I lost a considerable amount of weight after reading that because. It's true. It's not a diet book. It's not mm -mm. a fitness book. Mm -mm. Uh, it doesn't tell you how to work out or nope. when to work nope. out or what weight to lift for your body and nope. what diet plan to have for you. <laughs> nope. But it does ask the question, I wonder why it's so hard for you to lose weight. I wonder yes. why that's a struggle. I wonder if yes. there's something that's holding you back because mm -hmm. you like doing the things that you're doing, but it's not working. Right. And here's Amen. the truth. I got into therapy and I started dealing with me Come and on. the weight dropped off and it there keeps it staying on. You know, it's that thing where you've lost weight before, but you keep waiting for it to come back. And you're like, it's been like six months. <laughs> I haven't, am I, did the scale break? Like this is yeah. you're a new person. 
it was harder because I'm doing it through therapy and things like that. But your book yeah. got me to ask the question, I wonder why it is so hard. I wonder why this yeah. last 10, 15 won't come mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. Are you really mm -hmm. just lazy? Are you really just undisciplined? Are you really that, you know, weak? I don't think mm -hmm. so. And it wasn't. No. It was something totally different. So I, I, I know you've got a hard stop. We do, yeah. do as well. Thank yeah. you so much. This is such a huge Thank help. Thank you. Uh, tell, so us, tell everybody where to find you. Yeah, you can find me mostly on Instagram, um, uh, Elisa Keaton on Instagram, the Ministry Revelation Wellness on Instagram. We're very anti, and of course, Facebook Revelation Wellness and those two places mostly. Awesome. Or the website, elisakeaton.com or revelationwellness.org. Thank you again for everything you're doing. We appreciate it. Yep. Come see I us anytime. I so enjoy you guys. Bless you. Talk Absolutely. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, oh, what's up, Rebels? Oh, my goodness. I had fun on that program. Yeah. I've never ended a program with, oh, oh. <laughs> I used to get Lucy to do that when she was a baby. Aww. I would get Lincoln to go, yay, yay. <laughs> when he was tiny, tiny. But, man, that yeah. was fun. That was great. I appreciated it. I've needed it. I really have. I have needed her advice mm -hmm. in these last few months. Yes. I really have. I've, need, I've had to, to watch how much I sleep and how much water I'm drinking, how much, clearly, how much food I'm eating. I have to figure that part out. Wow, I really enjoyed this program. So I have a question for you. All right. What is your favorite way to self-care? Oh. I want to say it's working out, mm -hmm. but I get a little extreme in that. And so I think one of the things that, gives me the greatest benefit is when I'll meditate on a regular basis. Yeah. When cool. I get, and either it's uh, at bedtime because I've got a nighttime one that I do. Uh, Melissa Ambrosini has a uh, fall asleep meditation that I've done a bunch. Mm -hmm. That one's really, really helpful. Uh, the most helpful one though that I've not been doing lately that I'm being convicted I'm going to get back <laughs> on uh, when I meditate in the morning. When I wake up and I go and I meditate and I just start with Focusing on calmness on the inside mm -hmm. really, really does affect the rest of my day. Nice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Rebels, we do need your help. It is getting near the year end for nonprofits, and that means we need your donations. It lets us know what we can do next year, what budget we have, what projects we can do, where we can travel to, what events we can hold, uh, what resources we can present, and that all comes from listeners like you and when I leave and go on the road to work. But we would love it to come more from <laughs> listeners like you. Head to rebelparenting.org. Click the Donate tab. All donations are tax deductible. God bless, Rebels. We'll see you next week. <laughs>